big star out of me. Make a film about a man who's sad and lonely. And all I gotta do is act naturally. Well, I'll bet you I'm gonna be a big star. Like win an Oscar, you can never tell. The movie's gonna make me a big star. Hello and welcome to Meet Me in the Movies. Noel T. Manning II here. Appreciate you spending time with us right here on C19 TV. That is, if you're watching uh, on TV. If you're streaming this, that may be through C19.TV, probably. Unless you're uh, streaming the audio, that would be through WGWG.org. However you spend time with us, we do appreciate it. And I say it all the time, and I really do mean it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, a lot going on in the world of cinema. Uh, it is amazing what is happening right now in the world. And so much of it is not happening at the theaters. We wish it were. Many of us do. Many of us would love to be back there uh, sitting in those seats and, and eating from the popcorn. But, you know, many of us also aren't quite ready for that experience. And I get it. I am right there with both of you. I want the experience, but it's not quite time, and I get that. But that doesn't mean that you can't engage in some other ways of watching movies. Uh, if you've watched Meet Me in the Movies over the past couple months, you've seen that we've had a lot of guests. Uh, we're going to have a guest a little bit later on today after the break. We're going to have a, a director uh, as a guest for a new documentary that I'm going to review in just a minute. But we've had guests. Uh, we've had filmmakers. Uh, and we've also revisited some films from the vault, which has been pretty nice. We've also looked at movies that are streaming. It's pretty incredible, the things we've been seeing with uh, Netflix and Amazon and Hulu. There's really some amazing content out there that you can watch from your own homes. You can watch from your own phones. You can watch from any type of device you want to. And today I'm going to share with you a documentary called Red Penguins. Red Penguins takes me back. And why does it take me back? Well, this movie, this documentary, captures a place in time in the 1990s Russia. Why does that bring back memories for me? Well, in 1992, I had a chance to go to Russia and spend about a month studying abroad uh, as part of my Gardner-Webb University experience when I was a student. It was eye-opening, it was enlightening, it was refreshing, and it really opened me up to a world beyond what I was reading in the books or beyond what I was seeing on the TV news. Russia was a place at that time filled with people who wanted more, who wanted connection, who wanted love, who wanted to find their place in society and their place in the world, and they wanted opportunities. This documentary by director, producer, and writer Gabe Polsky looks at Russia through the lens of a hockey team, the national hockey team, the Red Penguins. Here's what was interesting about that documentary. It really looks at the fall of the Soviet Union, the change in guard as Russia began to try to find a way to transition from that Soviet, uh, Soviet Union Cold War era to a capitalist experiment society. But it does it through the backdrop 
of this national hockey team called the Red Penguins. I found this documentary really fascinating. Uh, I, I, I found that Polsky found a way to bring a story to life that had masterful editing through dozens of interviews, archive footage, and engaging music. He really found a way to look at the world of Russia during that time, but he did it through exploring politics, history, culture, the economy, international marketing, and true crime. So if you find that you're a fan of any of those types of genres, whether it's documentary or narrative filmmaking, I think you're going to be intrigued by what you find here with the movie Red Penguins. You also find out that the Walt Disney Company had a little bit of influence within the marketing aspect of what was going on. I found that to be incredibly fascinating. Uh, this is a documentary that I think defies category. Uh, there's some scenes that you witness stories of mobsters and hired hitmen, and the next time you see a hockey rink filled with craziness and chaos that you would probably find with a World, World Wrestling Federation match, maybe even a cage match. That's how crazy it got there in the Ice Palace. Uh, it really is a fascinating uh, exploration and examination of a place and time that planted the seeds of democracy, but it was only to find that the ground wasn't quite fertile enough. It wasn't quite fertile enough to nourish what could have been. You also find that the rains or the water that was coming down that was available to, to maybe feed what was happening within this experiment of democracy, it was only poisoning what was happening with the opportunities because some of that rain was from a poisonous fruit. We really actually get to see the rise of Putin within this documentary. And I found that incredibly interesting as well. This documentary felt authentic. It had war, peace, love, hate, fear, anger, greed, and humor. It felt like life and it felt like culture really anywhere. So if you're willing to take the time to look at a culture around you, you're going to find we have commonalities, that we have things that we share, desires that we share, much like I found back in 1992 when I was visiting Russia. We also discover if we take the time that everywhere there's good and bad, good and bad people everywhere, and it is our choice on how we choose to engage in life. This documentary, I think, touched on that as well. There was one drawback for me within this documentary. It was uh, quite a bit to take in. There's so much going on. It really is a documentary that I highly recommend. Uh, so it doesn't matter whether you're a fan, again, of history or culture or politics or true crime. Any of those things, you may find that you are um, really brought into what the Red Penguins can offer. The rating for me for Red Penguins is a B plus. Uh, that movie is available now. That documentary is available now. So uh, check it out wherever your video on demand is available. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to come back and talk with the director of Red Penguins, Gabe Polsky, right after this quick intermission on Meet Me at the Movies. They're going to put me in the movies. They're going to make a big star out of me.
Hi everyone. At CCC, students are busy registering for the fall semester. We are staying flexible with how we offer classes, in person and online, so we can meet students' needs and interests. Our team can help you enroll, apply for financial aid, register, and get the answers you need. We continue to monitor COVID-related news and do everything we can to safeguard the well-being of our students, employees, and visitors. So come join us, register now, and keep moving forward. They're gonna put me in the movies. They're gonna make a big star out of me. Hello and welcome to Meet Me at the Movies. I am Noel T. Manning II. We really appreciate you spending time with us today. Uh, we dive into movie reviews, we do interviews, and we do a heck of a lot more. We have hot topics from time to time, and uh, today a hot topic is an interview. Uh, very happy to have Gabe Polsky uh, as our guest. Uh, Gabe, you are a writer, a director. You've done some uh, pretty amazing documentaries uh, in your life, and uh, one we're going to talk about today is called Red Penguins. And I got to tell you, I was pretty uh, enthralled with this. Uh, but first, I want to just say thank you for taking the time. I really appreciate it. Yeah, me too, Noel. It's great talking to you. Well, uh, this movie, Red Penguins, uh, it, it is uh, one part uh, about sports, but there's a huge backdrop of history tied into this. And, and you've uh, you're no stranger to documentaries on sports and, and weaving in history as well. Talk a little bit about your background uh, in cinema and documentary to kind of set things up for those that may not be familiar with your work. Yeah, so uh, I originally started more in, on the producing side in film and, and made a number of movies. Um, you know, one of them's called Bad Lieutenant with Nick Cage. I was involved with the Genius series on Nat Geo executive produced the Albert Einstein series and uh you know I I basically you know and I directed a film called The Motel Life which uh you know was a feature film with Emil Hirsch and Dakota Fanning kind of an independent story about brothers on the run and then you know I I've always really been interested in, in documentaries um and and you know I we, we actually my brother and I made one called His Way that was nominated for an Emmy for HBO and and I'd seen that kind of the whole process of that. And, and I always felt, you know, look, I, I would really like to, you know, do direct one of those. And, and I think I could really do a really good job. Now in college, I went to Yale and I studied political science and I, and, and I also ha have a sports background. I played hockey in college as division one. And, and so I kind of somehow blended a lot of things that I, that I knew um, and, and, my parents are from the former Soviet Union. They're, they're immigrants that came over in 1976. And so I, I kind of saw that and, you know, Russian was my first language and now I'm like terrible at it. But anyway, <laughs> so I, I decided to kind of take the leap. And I think that's kind of what people do when they want to try something. And I said, I, I want to make a, a documentary. And I, I, the first one I made was called Red Army. And it was about kind of the epic rise and fall of the Soviet Union told through this great sports dynasty, the Red Army hockey team, which kind of dominated hockey for, I don't know, 40 years or so. And I used kind of the, the team and particularly the captain of the team, Slav Vitisov, as kind of a vehicle to tell the story of really kind of Russia, the rise and fall of the Soviet Union. I like to have many layers in my films. I, I like to have humor. I like to entertain. I like to have some some action. And, and so 
that that's kind of my nature is, and, and I like to bring humor then and then you know I made a film called In Search of Greatness which uh, is about the greatest athletes of all time and about kind of the nature of creativity and how how these athletes like Michael Jordan, Pelé, Jerry Rice, Wayne Gretzky, Tom Brady, how they how they became who they were and it's it's very the answer is kind of counterintuitive it's it's not kind of these athletes are a lot less physically superior than let's say the average uh, athlete in their sport they 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 use their weakness transformed it and use their creativity to kind of excel and so that's what that was about and then finally you know red penguins um you know i i, I was approached by this strange guy after a screening in new york uh, film festival for for red army and this guy came up to me and said i've got the craziest story you won't believe it it's about this team in russia this red army team and and all the crazy stuff that was happening in the 90s and i kind of you know was really reluctant to even consider anything about russia and hockey because i felt like i'd already captured that i did kind of my piece on that but the more i kind of looked into it uh over over actually a couple years i was so reluctant the more i looked at it i said man somebody's got to tell this story this is so crazy it's so um it's such a unique period in history when the soviet union collapsed in the 90s in russia violence and 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 lawlessness and and just craziness and about a country trying to find its identity and 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 this happened to be just one of the crazy stories that also involved this famous red army hockey team again they went from being the greatest team in history to virtually extinct within a year. And this American team, the Pittsburgh Penguins of the NHL, basically bought the team. And, and the whole story is about this, this experiment in the 90s and, and, the, and how the Americans came over to Russia and tried to rejuvenate this whole franchise. It, it, it was quite amazing to, to watch this documentary, uh, Red Penguins. And sure, there's, there's some overlap between this and Red Army, but it is a completely different chapter in looking at things in a whole different way, especially that snapshot of time. And uh, I, I, I showed you this before we went on the air. I, I was, I was uh, in Russia in 92, and so it was kind of in the midst uh, in the middle of some of these things starting to happen and uh, watching the footage. And I got to say, amazing footage that you found, uh, the archival footage, the interviews that you were able to, to pull, pull together from those who were there. Uh, and, and then even the, uh, you know, looking at uh, the news archives and, and the news commentators, you did such an amazing job setting up this this piece and I'm gonna say it was just fascinating and it, and it took me back um, because there were things that I remembered quite well but there were a lot of things I didn't know about that were going on that, that your documentary uh, put within context of, of what I could have experienced uh, during my time there I was there for a month doing some study abroad and uh, I learned a lot about my culture but I also learned a lot about the things that we as humanity have in common uh, and uh, that we forget sometimes, uh, no matter where we're from, the, those similarities. But uh, your your piece uh, felt so authentic. It felt so natural. And you talk about weaving the humor into things. Humor is a part of our lives. And that's what I love about your documentaries is as I'm watching them, I don't feel like I'm being talked to. I feel like I'm in a dialogue. I feel like I'm 
spending time with somebody, learning and listening. And I just want to thank you for that. So, so you, so for you, um, Russia has always been a part of your background. Do you remember the first time you went and, and visited this, this piece of your homeland, so to speak? Yeah, I mean, my parents are from the Ukraine, so, you know, it, it was all related then, but um, I went to Ukraine in 1987 uh, just to visit sort of grandparents and see them for the first time. And then, and then I think I, I went a, uh, in my life sort of a few more times after that, you know, two times to, to you know, for filmmaking reasons. Um, but I'm not like, to be honest with you, I'm not like obsessed with the culture or somehow, you know, there are these, you know, people that are like Russophiles or they're, you know, they just love everything about it. I mean, I do love some of the literature and, you know, they've got great, you know, writers and some filmmakers, but, but, you know, it, it just, I don't know that this happened kind of naturally. I am interested in politics and because Russia is such a strange country and, 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 dramatic in a lot of ways and weird I, I i don't know i i did it was interesting to explore that you know kind of taking another step further with red penguins and i can't say that i'm you know like a special going to be a specialist in that area i mean i do think that there are some like i think the oligarchs are an interesting period too even after and um there's a lot of interesting drama there but yeah yeah. So when you first heard this story, it, did this? Did you did you think it was real? Did you think it was something was made up, or do you already heard elements of of that as as actual fact? Well, I had heard like that that there. You know, I had seen some of the the news coverage about just that that they were doing this thing in Russia and it seemed to be successful. But then, but that's all anyone knew, you know, if you know anything, period. Most people, even the most avid hockey fanatics, it's not really a hockey film, but they, they knew nothing about this story. Most people, even if you knew something, it was normally just positive and whatever. But when you started to dig in, you realize that, wow, like they were keeping a lot from other, you know, from the public that things were really kind of shady and crazy over there and, and didn't end well, you know, and I, but I don't think the, they wanted the public to know that because still in the nineties, they wanted people to feel like there was a lot of opportunity and promise between the two countries. If we just said, Oh no, it's so screwed up over there and they're stealing and let's get the hell out of here. Then the relations between the countries would be worse, you know? So they kept a lot of that way. When I started to uncover what actually happened, it was just fascinating and kind of funny in a dark way. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's honestly bizarre. I mean, it, it, uh, you, 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 the things that you offered, uh, and the things that you shared, you look at it and, and I think, uh, in, in one form or fashion I'm, behind me, I've got an XFL football, the extreme football league. And it felt like that's what was happening in this ice hockey uh, arena, the ice palace, in so many forms and fashions. And man, the interviews that you were able to, to gather, um, you know, those who were there who remembered it, and, uh, and they were open and honest with you, it sounded like as well. Yeah, I mean, I think that like, if, if people are to wonder, you know, what would it be like if America, and I know a lot of people are thinking this nowadays, like if, if we just, our system collapses or, 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 you know, it's anarchy. Everyone has that in the back of their minds, you know, 
this is what happens. This is what it looks like. You know, now the technology is a little bit better, but I mean, you know, without laws and without law enforcement, you know, this is kind of what happens and how people manage to survive and what they do. And, you know, that, that was that period of time. It's just fascinating in terms of like people being open and to interviews. Yeah. Most people were, were even like the KGB prosecutor and the businessman. Yeah. I mean, that's part of like how to be a good filmmaker is, is to make people comfortable and maybe it's not a trick, but just, get them to to open up and just you know give you interesting information or looks or reactions you know and i think but some some of the guys were a little bit paranoid and didn't know what i was doing but then they would open up and laugh i mean you got to work your way around yeah. psychology you know yeah yeah well it it uh, it, it definitely worked uh, in this film uh, the, the film is red penguins and uh, from a from a filmmaker standpoint how long before you were approached that you said, okay, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something on this. I've got to do something on this. And then how long was that process before we're now getting a chance to, to see it on film? Oh, it was a long time because, and to tell you the real story, you know, Steve Warshaw basically sent over um, a whole box of material, a huge box. It was, you know, documents and, and videos and, and contracts, everything. And I didn't look at it for almost, I don't know, maybe six or seven months. And then my wife was cleaning out the house and said, I'm going to throw this box away. And I felt guilty. So I started looking through it and I was like, oh, wow, this is crazy. Wow, this is, I even showed it to her and she thought it was crazy and that I should do it. But again, I, I put it away, wasn't interested for months and months. And then finally, uh, I decided that, okay, well, let, you know, because I wasn't doing anything for a few months. And, and I said, well, let me see what I can get with Steve Warshaw. I'll interview him. And if I, if I, if this guy's really good, then at least I know I've, I have a film or I don't. So I, I put, put an interview session together with a camera and a crew in New York and, and interviewed Steve and he sat down for four or five hours and, and essentially did that. And I said, okay, you know, we've got something here, but you know, I still, I, I put some um, promotional material, like a trailer together and then, and then tried to raise some money with it. I was a little bit unsuccessful uh, for a while in terms of the U.S., uh, um, you know, buyers and Netflix and so on. So I, I, I had to get some foreign money. But anyways, that, that's, that's when it all kind of started to, to go. That, so, so when I was unsuccessful, sorry, with the trailer things and all that, and I was like, oh, God, you know. I guess I'm not going to make this movie. I've got all this great footage, but then I was in Russia, in Georgia with my, it wasn't, Georgia's a different country, but in the country of Georgia, it was near Moscow. And I decided because I was close by, well, you know, I'm kind of close. So maybe I should kind of swing over there and see what I can get. Maybe I get some interviews, you know? And so I basically like called my guy over there in Russia who kind of finds people. And I said, do you think we could, you know, find all these people, you know, should I come? I'm, I'm nearby. Should I come? He said, well, let's see what we could do. So I got a traveler's visa and, and, and showed up there and, and basically hold up in a hotel waiting for these interviews to come. So essentially one by one, they started coming and we got a van and a, and a, and a small crew and just we're driving all over Moscow looking for crazy people to interview. That is amazing. So, yeah. so on a I had no up, idea what, 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 wow. what, who I was going to get, what I was going to do. Well, you know. well, you know, even sometimes if you, you got it in life, you got to 
take that step. You got to just have faith that you're going to get something interesting. You got to have confidence and faith, you know? Yeah. Well, even if you had only had um, Steve, what he brought to the table and what he brought, just his enthusiasm, his yeah. energy and his craziness um, really did shine through. His personality shined through without a doubt uh, on this documentary. That's amazing. Uh, I love that story. You gotta, in documentaries, you've got to take that first step and see, okay, okay, there's some, you know, Steve, I, I've got the story. I know what it is, you know, because he kind of told the whole story. He was there from the beginning to the end. And, and then you kind of know, okay, this this is a good story. This is a great, and, and, and Steve is a great character to take us through, you know, yes. that gave me confidence to take another step. So you, you don't just say, Oh, I'm spending all the money and that's it. It's, but you take one step at a time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it, uh, it really did come through and uh, you know, you're, you're also no stranger to finding the archive footage that works and the process that goes behind the scenes to make that happen. But just excellent job. The, the editing was, was spectacular as well. Uh, the, the narrative flow, everything just really clicked for me uh, in this documentary. And, and Noel, the, the way that I approach interviews, you said that some guys are, you know, it seems like they're opening up. Like, I feel that every human being has, you can relate to, has something about them that's interesting. And you just got to get to that. You got to get to that human part that's a little you know, there's something there that everyone has their, their own quirkiness. You know what I'm saying? And oh, if yes. you could bring that out a little bit, and that's what I like to do in my films is bring out these sort of strange personality things, you know? Well, you nailed it. I mean, everybody... like if you look at every character in Red Penguins, they're all sort of a little bit wacky in a way, you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Well, well, you know, when you think about it, we're all a little wacky in a yeah, way. Yeah, we are. It's a chance. Um, everybody does have a story to tell and everybody has something unique about yeah. them if you take the time to get to know them. And, yeah. and uh, that, sh that really did uh, shine through uh, in, in Red Penguins. What are you hoping that audiences will gain from this? If there's one hope that you have, what would that be? If there's one? Well... Maybe two. One is they after they watch it they say, "Wow, that was a that was a hell of a ride," you know, <laughs> and so that's entertainment value. I like. Right. I want them to feel, "Wow, I that was a great uh, spending of my time," you know. The, se the the second thing is 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 that by by I I I really feel that first of all, there's very few, if any great movies about Russia or the culture that, that, you know, let's say are made by Americans or, you know, that really you get to understand the culture and the people, you know? Um, and I think, I hope that this film allows people to kind of understand that the culture better and the sort of psychology, the mentality, and maybe why and think about it. Yeah. It's uh, it's an amazing documentary. Uh, really appreciate you taking the time today to to spend with us talking about it and some of the craziness behind the scenes that that, that made this happen. Uh, if you're out there and you haven't had a chance to check out Red Red Penguins, please do find it uh, any way you can. And uh, Gabe Porsky, uh, Gabe, any final thoughts? Any final comments that you want to make sure you share with our audience here on Meet Me at the Movies? Not really, but it's available on August fourth. 
uh, on, on basically every platform for rental or sale or even on cable on demand. Uh, so it's, it's available everywhere pretty much, except streaming, well, that'll come later. Yeah, awesome. Gabe, thanks for your time. Uh, and thanks for everyone who spent time with us here on Meet Me in the Movies. And Gabe, if people wanted to follow your work, what's the best way they can do that? I think just Google. I'm not very active on social media. Um, so, you know, I, Google. <laughs> <laughs> Google is your friend. Uh, Gabe, thanks for uh, taking the time again today uh, to spend thanks, with Noel. us. Have a good one. Talking about Meet Me in the Movies. So wrapping things up with a movie quote of the week, I said, I've got to find something relating to Russia or to hockey, and I found something that connected to both. This comes from the, uh, the Jean-Claude Van Damme movie called Sudden Impact, and here is that quote. He hit his head on the ice. He hit it so hard that his kids will be born dizzy. That is from Mike Ling, the play-by-play -play announcer for Sudden Impact. So until next time, thanks again for joining us right here on Meet Me at the Movies, and that is a wrap.